Welcome to the e-commerce disruptors podcast, where alongside digital marketing experts, we give you our best tips, techniques, and insights on how you can be a disruptor in your industry. Hey guys, welcome to e-commerce disruptors presented by electric engine, where we give you tips, uh, techniques, and advice to help you disrupt your industry. Today, we've actually got Jason Swank uh, with us and really he's going to speak to us a little bit about chatbots and how you can effectively utilize them. So first of all, Jason, feel free to introduce yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, thanks for having me on the show, uh, Jason Swank. Uh, so I'm a husband and father of uh, two young boys, and uh, you know I ran an agency for 12 years until selling it, and now I just help guide agencies to, uh, <laughs> to grow their business a little bit faster. And um, yeah, excited to be on the podcast. Thank you. And for and for those of you guys that don't know, uh, Jason actually has a podcast, the Smart Agency Masterclass, which is a phenomenal podcast. Been a fan of it for a long time now. So uh, when you guys get the chance, definitely feel free to check that out. So jumping right into it and chatbots. First of all, can you can you break down for our audience exactly what a chatbot is and and the different types? Yeah, it's it's basically using kind of computer automation to start the conversation and and that's the that's key to start the conversation over facebook messenger or um, you know other platforms but primarily facebook and um <laughs> it's always funny when people actually try to automate everything but that's why i just say start <laughs> but you know a couple years ago i was just getting tired of people filling out the form of bogus information or yeah. filling out the form on my website and if I could not react to them within about a minute to two minutes, mm -hmm. I would lose that person. I wouldn't be able to reach them. And yeah. it was just really frustrating. And so I always envisioned it as someone walking into a store and you seeing all these TVs on the wall and they all look the same, but they're different. And yeah. you have questions, but you look around and no one's there to answer your questions, but you see this little <laughs> black box on the side of the wall, right? Mm -hmm. And it says, put your question in here. That's basically the contact form, but you don't, never know, like, how long do I need to wait around for yeah. them to answer the question? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing I found out on my website when people were wanting to buy a program or engage with me. They had questions, but I couldn't answer them right then, and then they went off. And so that's why I, I switched my contact page to a messenger bot. And, you know, I just, you know, when we were talking, I was like, man, this would be perfect for your guys' audience, especially if they're yeah. wanting to sell more. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, and I think you, you bring up a good point. It's, you don't want to lose that opportunity. If someone's trying to reach out to you, you want to make sure you're providing that answer immediately. And that, that's one of the most common ways I've seen chatbots utilized, regardless of industry. So for, for our audience, what would you say are, are a couple of different uses for chatbots? Well, it's all about to start the conversation or to answer their questions. Think about when someone comes to your website or is going through your products, they're having questions of going, well, which one's the best one for me? Because most chances are most people have multiple SKUs or multiple products out there. Yeah. And people are like, well, which one's best for me? So they have these questions. And then they're also thinking about, well, is this actually at all right for me? And so if you could actually chat directly with them. Now, here's the cool thing that happens with um, chatbots is, let's say you wanna ask qualifying questions in the very beginning. So if you go to mine, it's, and if you go to mine, please go through the testing so I don't have to talk to you. <laughs> All right, if you're not my audience, just exactly. throw that out. I don't wanna get millions of people uh, <laughs> overwhelmed and then my stuff doesn't work. 
So what I'll do is I'll ask them a question, a qualifying question. Are you an agency owner? Are you starting an agency? Or yeah. are you testing out my stuff? <laughs> right? and, and then like if you, when you go through testing out my stuff, it'll tell you a joke and all that kind of cool stuff. So please yeah. do it. Um, but when, when you, what you want to do is you want to direct them quickly. But the cool thing that happens is unlike a form, I'm not competing with your email later on. Yeah. I can literally buzz your butt because we all carry around our phones, right? Mm -hmm. And so literally, let's say as I'm doing this podcast interview, there's people hitting me up right now. Obviously, I'm not going to respond because that would be rude of me, right? <laughs> but I'll respond after or whenever I'm done my other thing and I'll literally start up the conversation. And here's what I do that no one else does. I literally, and you can only do this on the mobile right now. Yeah. I literally record a voice memo to them. So I'll say, hey, Morgan, thanks for stopping by. I certainly saw the problems that you're having. Let me know how I can help. And here's the other thing that I do is after I ask the qualifying questions, I'll say, what are you looking for? So if they're looking for a TV, I'll be like, oh, cool. Tell me how big the room is. Yeah. Like, exactly. And, you and want a smart TV, yeah. right? So then when I'm starting the conversation, I'm just automating what I needed in the very beginning. And I'm also upfront with them. So I'll say, this is a bot, but then you'll talk to a real person after. And I have some fun with it. So like I yeah. call mine Don Draper, Don Bot. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, and then I have a little animated jiffy of Don kind of smoking a cigarette going like, <laughs> right? He's going like this or doing something stupid. Yeah. And so I just have fun with it. So, I, and I think you, you bring up a great point is, I feel like sometimes people try to mask the fact that it, a chatbot is a chatbot. Sometimes people tend to blur that line. And statistically, what, what, what we've been seeing is, is when you do that, it's, it's actually a, a huge turnoff to the consumer when they're coming to you because it, it, in a way, it just feels creepy. Yeah, it, it does. I mean, it literally, with, with great... With great power comes a big power bill. No, I'm just kidding. With great power <laughs> comes a big responsibility, right? Yeah. And, and the way to separate ourselves is because everybody else is trying to automate everything. Mm -hmm. If you just be human, and yeah, it takes me some time to respond, yeah. but I can literally direct people to what they need. And I'll give you an example. I, I was testing this model out for the first two months, Mm -hmm. We generated a quarter million dollars extra from wow. just changing our contact page to a messenger bot and then having that conversation because we could chat and answer with people's questions while they're thinking about purchasing from us. Yeah, Think about absolutely. how powerful that is. Yeah. It's, it's directly again, answering those questions. So, I, and I think you do what, what you said about that, that personalized voice memo. It's a nice way to marry the automated portion of it with that personalized touch it's, it's just a, a very smooth transition there. Uh, and I think that is a great approach. I can only imagine how, what the turnaround was on that once you started implementing that. Oh yeah. It freaks people out. Right. <laughs> and they were like, Oh, a person. And it's not like a person from, you know, that's not speaking English as our first language. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like it's English is their first language. And we're like, okay, cool. Nothing against all the other outsource, but yeah, I, I just find it very irritating when people can't understand me or I can't understand them. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, it's just, it's just a hassle. So before you actually send over that, that voice memo, how, how far do you make it down the tree dialogue? Is it, is it maybe just a few questions? How, how do you kind of plan that yeah, out? Just, 
Yeah, just three questions. I ask them like who they are, mm-hmm. and then I ask them kind of. I do ask them their company size because yeah. that will determine what I recommend as well. And mm-hmm. then I ask them their biggest challenge. That's it. Yeah, and, and then, then yeah, and then I could customize it after. And here's the cool thing is, is as people are doing this, I can tag them. So then obviously I only work with agency owners. So anybody yeah. else outside, great. You know, maybe one day I'll help them out, but I just don't have passion for it right now. I'm just <laughs> like, right? So yeah. I can communicate with them. And here's the other deal. I can send a broadcast to them a couple of days later saying, hey, was that helpful for you? Yeah. And here's the deal. Like when email first came out, I remember when I first started getting email, it was right, 98, 97. Yeah. And right, you could send out an email and get huge deliverability, right? Everybody would get it. The end rate was insane. Yeah. We looked forward to it. Oh, right? now it's the exact opposite. Now it's like, like it's, it's almost gotten to the point of kind of like, I don't even check my, my, my mailbox outside. Oh, no. But now like I'm like in my inbox and my email, I'm like, oh, right? You just get so much crap. Mm-hmm. And maybe on a good day, you'll get 20% open rate, maybe 5% click-through rate. Mm-hmm. I am getting on when I send out a broadcast or a message on a message on messenger, even if it's a couple days later or a week later, yeah. I'm getting 98% open rate and over a 50% click through rate. And those that's phenomenal. Those numbers and, are until us marketers all mess it up. Right. And, and at, I, so do you think much like the way email kind of started off extremely strong, but then now the market's so oversaturated, do you think the same thing is going to happen with chatbots? Yeah, it happens with everything, but there's a huge land grab out right now, you know, and I've even seen mine go down a little bit because all, you know, obviously all the people follow me are marketers and yeah. <laughs> and all the competitors and all that, they just start doing the crap. But what mm. they don't do is they don't personalize it. They're trying to automate everything. Yeah. want to be, they, you know, they, they don't want to humanize it because they don't have the time. So that will always win. Oh, and, and it's true, especially because, and we talk about this all, all the time internally, there's such a shift towards hyper-personalization that if you try to automate the whole process, you're, there's no way it's, it's going to really resonate with your consumer at the end of the day. Yeah, you're going to attract the wrong people. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just, those are the people that do refunds and they're buying uneducated. Like, I'd rather buy someone that is going to take a little bit longer to buy. Mm-hmm. I'll take a little bit more time with them but they'll buy and then they'll be so excited that they'll tell everybody. Yeah. It's that word of mouth. They become that raving fan. Yeah. So if, if say you're new to the chatbot game, there's, there's a lot to look at in terms of what your potential options are, whether you want to start with Facebook messenger, have your own chatbot built by a dev team. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got to look at where your audience is and mm-hmm. most billions of people are on Facebook for right now. Now, um, I use a service called ManyChat. I'm not affiliated with them at all. I just started using them a long time ago. And I know they're working on integrating WhatsApp app or whatever that other app is and a couple other ones, bringing it all together. And even Facebook announced that they're bringing in a lot, like merging all these things together. So the easiest way to get started is like find a software that's really easy to use. That's why I like ManyChat. It literally is plug and play. It's like, hook up to my business page and this, and this hooks up to your business page, not your personal page. Yeah. Right. 
and then it's just, yeah, big difference, right? You don't want to be personal. And then you just say, all right, what's the first question to ask? What's the second question to ask? And then just make sure you tag them and then you can just start doing it. Uh, You know, the other cool thing is, is they, you know, most of these software tools out there have widgets where when people hit certain pages, you can have a pop-up or it takes over the page and, and ask for information. You can do, you know, QR codes, you know, if you're at a store and you want to, you know, like, do like have a question, like, let's say in my first scenario, I walked you through, you walk into this store and you have a question. Well, you can scan this QR code and automatically talk to someone and they know exactly what product you're looking for. So, you know, the, the possibilities are really endless. It's just, just remember to use it to start the conversation, to get the information that you would always ask for and then just be cool and, you know, help them out, like tell them what they need based on what they told you and and you just keep track of it. And I I think you'll sell way more than you would versus the traditional form or the traditional like chat, right? Like the chat plugin on your website, like, Oh, that's just as bad as email. Cause if you don't have anybody monitoring it, it goes off Mm -hmm. to the email abyss. And then plus, Everybody always assumes those kind of chats are chatting with people over overseas. Yeah. And, and that's a good point. That's, um, there are all these kind of misconceptions people have about chatbots. So the, the more clear you are in, in terms of what your chatbot is, I, I think the better overall the experience is. Because really the goal is to, is to make the best of their time, our time. You want to really streamline the entire process. Yeah, I saw a really cool one. So I'm building a house in Colorado right now. And oh, there congratulations. One, yeah, thanks. And there, there was one where you, it would ask you questions about paint. So it would be like, how big is the room? You know, how big are the windows? Yeah. And then it would literally suggest colors. Like you would pick like, oh, these are my favorite colors, boom, boom, boom. And then it would be like, it would show it to you. Now, this was a highly built app probably from a developer which I thought was really amazing, but they're going to make millions from that because it literally took away the person of like that you would have to talk to and you automatically knew it was a bot. Like they weren't trying to trick you, but it saves people time. And that's the most important asset I think we all have is you can save someone time and get them to what they need. You win. And that's, that's really where chatbots work. So chatbots are, are really positioned to be turning into a billion dollar industry. Um, do, you, do you see the potential for it to be a bubble though and, and, and get that pop almost like email? I mean, the, the deliverability and open rate is going to go down over time, just like anything. Mm-hmm. But I don't see it as a bubble. I just see it as another way to communicate. Mm-hmm. And it's communicating like we communicate with our friends. That's the cool thing about it, right? We don't really send emails to our friends anymore. We text message. That's what you also got to think about when you're messaging people back in your automation. Like, don't make it look like I am a robot. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> right? Just talk like like use slang, use whatever. I mean, make it in your own brand and your own theme. But you know, when you integrate with mine, mine's like. Sometimes I'll even put um, bad grammar in it just because I speak in bad grammar. Yeah. <laughs> so. it, doesn't, it doesn't have to necessarily be super formal. Correct. Yeah, that, it, that's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And just have fun with it and test it out. See what works, see what doesn't work, and you know, go from there. So 
at what point do you think if, if I'm executing a chatbot, would I, would I want to go with maybe a more custom built chatbot? I mean, when you start going, I really wish it did this. Mm-hmm. Right. I really like, and you just kept saying this over and over again. That's the only time you should, I think, go with a custom, but I just think you just need to get in there, start playing with it. It's easy to set up, you know, or have an agency set it up for you. Um, and just go do it. Like it's not hard. Like literally I, um, I was asked to speak at this chat, one of the first chatbot conferences uh, last year and, um, uh, t- and talk about the case study from that. I told you about the quarter million in, in two months, um, yeah. which they wanted to hear about. And I was just going through, I was like, man, I was listening to some people. I'm like, I didn't set up my chatbot initially to scale. So it'd be easy for me to update it later on. Yeah. So literally in two hours of sitting at the conference, I redid everything. Wow. So that's how easy it is. Yeah. Pointing and clicking on a laptop. And I, I think that's, that's something that's really important for uh, our audience to hear is that potentially could be a deterrent if, it, if it's going to be a difficult setup or I have to monitor it or really tweak it often, it's going to be a problem. But from what you said, it's just the convenience and, and the ease is, is incredible. Yeah. I mean, you do have to monitor it if you want to be human, I, and, yeah. right? But yeah, to you know, set it up, yeah, you don't, you don't have to worry about coding or anything. I mean, I was the worst coder ever in college. I literally paid people <laughs> to do my program. So yeah. <laughs> I, don't know how to, I can write hello world. That's about it. Uh, the first code you, you typically write. And every, every coding every, book. That, yeah. <laughs> that's about as far as I would get in my programming, I would read the first line and be like, whatever, I'll pay someone to do this. So learn how to outsource. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So for, for our audience out there, Jason, what do you think, are there any additional tips or, or tricks or, or things you'd want to share with them that you, you feel are really important? I mean, anybody looking for work, tricks is trying to take a shortcut and those just don't exist. So I would just tell you, just, you got to go try it. Like I, I joke with people. I'm like, I use my last name. I'm just like, you got to swank it. You just got to go do it. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's incredible. So Jason, I would just want to say thank you again for, you know, joining us on the podcast, teaching us about chatbots and really kind of illuminating how you want to use them. Uh, And again, making sure I, I think the key takeaway from this conversation is don't automate the whole process. It's, it's okay to get it started, but really it's going to be that human touch at the end. That's going to connect with your consumer and actually lead to the conversion or, or the sale. Yep. And just go do it. Yeah, absolutely. So Jason, thanks again for joining us uh, on e-commerce disruptors and to anyone listening, please feel free to subscribe and comment. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at electricengine.com and that's E-N-J-I-N. And again, make sure to also check uh, check out Jason's podcast, the Smart Agency Masterclass. A lot of awesome content on there and really good stuff. Yeah. And there's a, if you go to uh, swank.it, <laughs> I own that URL. Nice. <laughs> you'll have links to both my shows, the, the agency one, but I also have a YouTube show that we do. That's not just for agencies. It, it could apply to any business. So yeah. Fantastic. All right. In that case, thanks again, Jason. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. This has been the e-commerce disruptors podcast presented by electric engine. Subscribe today to stay up to date on all future episodes. Please follow us at Electric Engine on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or shoot us an email at podcast at electricengine.com. That's engine spelled E-N-J-I-N. 
Feel free to leave us any comments or questions about this episode and let us know what you'd want to hear in future episodes. Until next time, thanks for listening.